Hey everyone, this is Shannon Autumn from the Dream Scene and GRadio.ca. Here at Shambhala Music Festival, it's a gorgeous Saturday. We, uh, we've been very well treated all weekend. And it's been an unreal experience uh, being around the community again, being around the music. And um, speaking of which, we've got a very special guest here with us today. We've got J-Pod. Uh, he has been a huge, huge influence uh, on, on myself personally. Uh, has been putting out some amazing remixes lately and just came out with his first album second, second album i uh, just put out his second album and i uh, we're really excited to to learn more about it so can you tell us uh, about the process I, I hear it's been a full two two and a half years in the making yeah so um i started it in the winter two and a half years ago i thought of doing an original project because I've been doing remix albums every year for Bass Coast. I mean, I play it at all the festivals, but specifically I make an hour-long set of remixes themed for Bass Coast every year. And I figured I needed to do some original music for the first time in a while. And so that year I, you know, wrote all this new original stuff as fast as I could played a set of it at Base Coast and then proceeded to spend the next year and a half refining and fixing it and making it satisfactory and it was a long slightly longer back and forth process um, I usually like to finish songs and then just call them good um, but I I definitely revisited a lot of songs and as much as I can, I try to. Um, I I try to know when it's good to accept that a song is done, or know when um, some songs are just never gonna work. Like there's things that work, things that don't work, and I I did my best to just like leave the things that weren't working and just run with the things that were. Um, writing original music is really difficult, but. I'm happy with this. It's a nice long 15-track LP, and it's really good to get it off my plate. How do you know when it's done? Is there like, because I, I feel like with a lot of artists, there tends to be this um, this feeling of like, there is always something to work on, and you can listen to a track a, a thousand times, and it, it will always sound maybe different because you'll you'll pinpoint things do you feel like that's the case for you so for me the writing process kind of has two two possible ways of going um the ideal um basically maybe five ten percent of the time i get this sort of wave of perfect inspiration and idea kind of just like comes and happens and it's easy and it, a song kind of generally writes itself in a matter of sometimes just one day or like two days and those are by far the best they end up being like start to finish everything's great things just work out um and i 
tend to always love these songs, whereas there's other ones where, like, it can go through multiple transformations, and I can, like, real, like, wrestle with, you know, like, I like this, but, you know, I feel like it could be better, mm -hmm. and I keep trying to work it to make it better, and that's what I was saying before, like, sometimes I need to get better at recognizing when it's one of the easy ones and one of the hard ones, and sometimes the hard ones aren't worth pursuing, because, like, you just kind of keep trying to make it good, and it sort of keeps not being as satisfactory, and instead of just wasting more and more time, it's probably better to just start something new. Mm -hmm. um, but, so, yeah, like, it, you know, the, the ones that work out great, they basically write themselves, they're done, and I pretty much don't even need to do anything. Like, they're just, it's just, they, they're easy, they're done, they feel good, and I always like it, and it's, you kind of just know that it's a complete song, whereas, like, I have this one thing that happens to me a lot, where I'll write a song, and then I get to the end, and basically, like, the, the last part of the song is my favorite part. And I'll be like, the, the whole song's cool, but the end is, like, the best part. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, okay, well, let's just, like, take that and make the whole song that. So I'll rework it and make, you know, essentially take my favorite part and develop that into a whole song. And then get to the end, and then I'm like the end is my favorite part <laughs> so that you know like it basically uh, there's one song that I didn't even put on the album where I think I went through that same iteration of getting to the end realizing I like the end best making a new song out of that and then it, it probably like five or six times really and you know and even still like I didn't I, you know that particular song I didn't include because it still wasn't satisfying enough so the short answer is you know when it's done when it's one of the easy ones for me and the other ones I just have to get better at at um, just abandoning and it's hard because you put a bunch of work into something and you don't just want to like throw it away but sometimes that's the right thing to do yeah sometimes it, it just it, it sticks you in one spot for too long, I guess. Yeah, and just for whatever reason, you know, it's just too hard to make it something that just feels naturally good. Have you found, like, this um, secret formula, almost, uh, to how you create your songs now, or, or well, is it I still... I used to have a, a, like, I used to have a system where I would just start with, the like, the foundation of drums, and then work into bass lines, and but these days I do more melodic stuff, more chord progressions. And so, and to me, the thing that really grabs the brain about music is usually the stuff in the higher frequencies. So it's lately it's more important to have a good, solid melodic idea or some, something in the non-foundation that's really gonna grab and hold you. And then, you know, the, the drums and bass are easy to fill in after the fact. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's kind of just, you know, it's more than anything, it's trying my best to 
capture those moments of inspiration when they happen because they can happen in so many different ways. Usually it's from other music. Yeah. Well, how did you first get into producing then? Was it from being at Shambhala specifically or? No, I actually, uh, I grew up taking music lessons and piano, but um, when I was in high school, a friend of mine found this demo version of a music writing program, this thing called Making Waves. And it was just like a free demo you couldn't save and you couldn't export. So we would write these songs in like one go and then record them onto tape because it was the only way to capture it. But I just started fooling around probably like mid 90s, 95, 96, just because it was fun. And I've always been a bit of a computer guy. So it was easy to figure out how to do the basics. And it was just sort of a fun hobby for a while. Though I, I did quickly realize that it was something that I really liked doing, um, but I, I kept it as a sort of a side hobby. Like I went to university and did programming and made sure I had like a backup plan, but always kept doing music anyway. And uh, yeah, so it was you know it wasn't until I came to Shamala like maybe ten years after that, like two thousand four or so, and that's when I my mind was blown on dance <laughs> music, and then that really started focusing on that direction. Yeah, you said it was your 16th year in, in being here and then 15th year playing. Yeah. So what um, what was that transition like from doing remixes of, of songs going into to making your own music and uh, well, sharing that with others? Yeah, I mean, I guess when I first was experimenting, it was, it was sample-based, but it was fairly original. The remix... Like, I, I sort of got pigeonholed as a remixer because 10 years, not maybe around 10 years ago, yeah, about that, um, we had this idea to do a, like, a gospel bluegrass Sunday sessions remix set at Bass Coast, and it just seemed like a really fun idea for a Sunday because, you know, it's like Festival Church or something like mm-hmm. that, and... I did it that year and it just, it was such a fun project and it really kind of felt meaningful in a way and so I was like, well, why don't I just pick a new theme every year and, you know, start doing that, which I have been doing, but to make a full hour of remixes in a year, like, that pretty much didn't leave any time for writing original music or very little. Mm -hmm. So year after year I would just keep making these new remix albums and that kind of, you know, pumping out those tracks that really you know that was a lot of material and people became quite familiar with me for the remixes um but you know original music is where you can really like it's just way harder like remixing stuff you're following someone's lead it's I find it really that's part of why I've continued to do that too because I can make a lot more music in a shorter period of time Mm -hmm. um and I can pick songs that already have like this like raw essence of something amazing and just sort of tweak it for the dance floor um, but writing originals is like you know there's a whole there's a lot more um, accomplishment to write into writing really good original music and I know I can and it's just more effort and you know it took two and a half years to do this album versus a few months to do the remix album that's right. And have you been collaborating with people? 
No, that's kind of been a thing that I, I mean, I. Not yeah, not, I've done a few over the years, not too many. It it's like it's one of my goals because I feel like an artist can only grow so much on their own, and you really need to involve other people in the process to grow more and to learn new techniques and just to get new ideas because the ideas that I generate for my own music are you know a lot of times I feel like they're it's a limited set that I pull from because I'm comfortable with them and they don't take too long to you know I know how to do these things and they they work so I just sort of you know you you get good at something and then you sort of reuse your patterns mm -hmm. So I've been wanting to make myself do more collaborations lately because I just feel like I could grow more and want to grow more and, and really want to make stuff that I, it's just harder for me to make. So, you know, get other people's ideas and, and skills involved in that. So what are some of your goals for this next year heading into to different projects? Um, yeah, I mean, with this album off my plate, I, I kind of have a bit of a clean slate. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't thought too much about it, um, just because I've taken a bit of a step back from the industry in general, and, like, I don't play that much anymore. I have a work-from-home job, and it's great. Um, what are you doing? I do programming, web, oh. web programming. So um, using your, your degree? That yeah, basically, it's, yeah. you know, it's from that skill set, for sure. That's awesome. Um, I feel like I would, maybe a long term, it would take a while, because working with, the other thing is working with people is more time consuming. Like, I can generate material really quickly if I don't have to, like, wait for other people to, you know, bounce stuff back and forth. Mm -hmm. um, That's true. But uh, I have this idea that I'd love to work with, uh, do like a bunch of collabs with um, a lot of producers that I really respect, but whose music is quite a lot different, just because I really, I like it and I want to feel like I can contribute in that realm too. So like, you know, there's a lot of Vancouver homies who, who make like, deeper, kind of dubby, um, steppy stuff, um, it's hard to describe because a lot of it doesn't fit into genres, but, you know, there's, there's just a number of people who do quite different things, and I really respect their music, and would just kind of love to see what we could do together, mm -hmm. so maybe I'll pursue that, it, it would be a lot of effort, but we'll, we'll see what happens. It's kind of easy these days to just sort of like let what's happening happen and not try it, not push too hard. Just go with the flow. Yeah, exactly. when when I did music full time, supported myself for five years, and now that I'm not doing that, I like you know the pressure's off. I just sort of it's nice. I can just sort of take it a little bit easier. And, and you yeah. said you've been traveling quite a bit too. Well, not not so much for music, but we we like to travel just to mainly to get out of winter. Yeah. We go. To, we've been to Australia like four times throughout the winter. Oh, that would be to, so nice. Just to yeah, not be stuck in the cold blues. And yeah. this year we went to the states for three months. Lived out of this trailer. So nice. 
and yeah, it's just nice to really just to get a wiener. Yeah, I don't blame you. I, I definitely feel like that's a smart move. Mm. Unless you're you're an avid skier or snowboarder. You then. know, that'd be the one thing that I, I could really get behind that would make me more excited about being around a wind. But then, like, you know, you, you want to be close. Not that I'm that far, but I would like to live on a mountain versus having to drive up and that spend the whole nice. day. Where are you based out of right now? I live in Vernon. Vernon? Oh, that yeah. must be nice. Yeah, it's it's not bad. It's, um... It's quaint. It's beautiful. Lots of lakes and hills. Yeah. Any yeah. Uh, any sort of music scene there? Not really. There's there's been a little a small little scene over the years, um, but it's kind of taken a hiatus in the last couple of years. Mm. Um, mostly gone to Kelowna for music scene and and friend hangouts. That's not too far then. That's less than an hour's drive, so... Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Is there, a, is there a spot that people can find your album? Uh, yeah. Actually, I haven't put it on my website yet, which is, you know, I can be kind of lazy about things sometimes. <laughs> um, it's on Bandcamp. It's um, through Attic Tech. It got released through the Attic Tech label, so... But, you know, if you just search J-Pod and Circadian Rhythms, I'm sure it would come up pretty easily. Awesome. And yeah. how long have you been with Daniel for? Some years now. Um, pretty close to when he started doing artist bookings and management. Um, he, yeah, I think he first started with Tyler, and maybe about a half a year or a year later, he decided to expand I you know this is probably at least five six years ago now maybe more but a while and Thomas is the greatest yeah. agent that someone like me could hope for like I'm sure there's a lot of people who want like the cutthroat kind of like business super business agent type but personally I want someone representing me who is going to leave people with a really good feeling and that's yeah. That's Thomas. He is such an authentic and, exactly, and genuine person. Exactly. He's not he's not out to just like get the most that he can and squeeze, you know. He's he approaches everything reasonably. Yeah. You know, it's all based on what's you know, some scenes are bigger, some are smaller, like some have more budget, some have less. He's not you know, and we all understand that and are okay with that. Yeah. And, and ultimately I just want people to have a good feeling from the experience of from working with me and working with him and and that's how it happens so well, it's great it definitely comes across yeah. and I it's very clear that everyone under Daniel management is really a tight community and family yeah. and, and you reunite at multiple festivals yeah yeah it's 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 an amazing family to have for sure absolutely well, I thank you so much, J-Pod, for taking the time for for hanging out and chatting and giving us a little insight into your world today. Yeah, absolutely. You're welcome. Great to meet up. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to I uh, like check out more of your music and for all that's going to be coming our way this uh, tonight and Sunday at Shum. Yeah, yeah, more to come. What are you excited for? Um, 
lazy syrup yeah on now so oh we yeah. should go check that yeah. out then yeah okay cool yeah. thank you so much yeah. to all of our listeners i love you have a safe amazing summer and we'll chat with you later bye